Welcome to the Better Man Podcast with Ivan and Sumed. This podcast is all about how to be an optimal, conscious male in today's society. Join Ivan and Sumed as they go deep into the rabbit hole of personal growth, mindset, social dynamics, and spirituality. Are you ready to be a better man? That we better fucking step into. <laughs> What's good? <laughs> is it recording? <laughs> is it, is it recording or not? Because I don't. It's more. I mean, it's morning for somebody, you know. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, it is recording. Okay, I didn't see the recording button. Oh, okay. is it recording? Uh, yes, it's recording. I thought you were saying it's at the morning. Yeah. Like it's the morning, you know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Welcome back, guys. How's it going? <laughs> yeah, what are we talking about today? Yeah, we're talking about like what, why being a tough man is a good thing, and required. how men can use their toughness in a healthy way. Yeah. Dude, like I made a post yesterday, and I was like, I was like, I was like, man. Y'all homies, y'all guys be y'all stop being so feminine. Y'all gotta stop y'all gotta stop being nice to everyone. Right? Agreeable, yeah. Now I did say don't love everyone. But I did say don't be nice to everyone. I don't just they don't deserve not everyone deserves that. What do you think about that? Yeah. Yeah, man, I like the word nice comes from the word idiot. That's what I'm reminded of at first. Oh, yeah. You know, that's the etymology. Is it French? So, I think so. I'm not too sure. I think it's medieval English or something. But yeah, nice is, but nice is a place in France, if that's what you're wondering. <laughs> but um, yeah, nice, the etymology of the word means like silly or like, just stupid or like mm. idiotic. So from there, I don't know how it became a positive word, but that's so interesting, right? Because we often use that word and there's something like disingenuine about niceness. Like it's good to be kind, but is it good to be nice? You know what I mean? It's like, it feels like one of those words that's often taken out of context. Yeah. Bruh. Because I think men are more... I think if men were able to step more into their masculine, they would, it would allow women to step into their feminine, right? Right. And it's the soil, yeah. What is the what is one of the things that? I mean, maybe you you might know. I mean, this is just too big of a question to ask. But do you know what is what what is the thing that holds society together? It's like a glue of society. Mm. I mean, what's coming up for me is like, you know, having some kind of principles, values, or structure, like some kind of moral value, like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. am I on the right track? Mm-hmm. I was going to say families. Yes, for sure, man. 
and the family structure and system is changing, right? It's it's abolishing. It's disappearing. It's vanishing. You know. Yeah. People have like kids here, and then they the parents are not together. Um, then mom. Yeah, single moms and stuff. Yeah. Moms trying to date guys and shit. Guys yeah. over, they're abusive to the children. Um, yeah. Like, so, like, this is one thing that I've always, like, pondered. It's, like, this idea of toxic masculinity. Like, I think one way to get rid of actual toxic masculinity is better masculinity. It's not to stop being a man. It's to be more manly, actually. You know what I mean? Like, people think it's backwards, that you have to stop being masculine or be more like the other gender in order for you to, you know, stop the toxicity. But it's actually the guys who are more, you know, in their feminine nature who feel that they're actually forced or pushed by the other gender to be more effeminate. They feel much more shame and guilt associated with that, right? Mm -hmm. And so then that's where the toxic behaviors start. That's where, you know, when you're when you're really messing with your own biology, like, of course, like, I'll give you an example of what I mean by this is like how to use the masculinity in a good way, because like greed, you know, like greed is a bad thing, but the same greed that men have can build economies. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Or like certain men are take stupid risks, but it's the same energy that gets them to take heroic risks and save lives. The idea of like, Risk, 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 yeah. Um, risk taker, yeah. Risk versus reward ratio. Right. The more risk something, the higher the reward most of the time. Um, that yeah, depends what it is. Yeah. Kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and that's actually one of the primal uh, things that if you do this, you'll trigger a woman to, to be attracted to you. Yeah. But you got to be successful at it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you're successful at it, you're good, right? It's also flow trigger. Flow triggers. Don't know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> so, so there's certain triggers that get you much more in the flow. Risk being one of them. So if you're more, if you were doing something more risky, you're more likely to focus on something more, right? That's like let's say, mean. let's say you're rock climbing. You can't. You have a chance of falling off. You're more in flow. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, we're, we're on top of the roof, right? Well, the roof's not there yet. We're, we're building, we're going to put the, the roof on top of the roof kind of thing, right? So okay. it's already built, right? I don't know, just imagine like. Are you eating dark chocolate right now? <laughs> no, I'm eating um, cracked black pepper beef jerky with no added hormones, Damn. no added way off. and no added nitrates or and no nitrates except for those naturally occurring in the sea salt and celery powder. Mm, sea salt is hella good, yeah. Nice. Uh, so yeah, you were saying you're making you're making a roof on top of a roof, or you're bi- building the structure of the roof. Yeah, yeah. The, the structure is already made. Like it's like it's okay. like, something like a really a really long triangle, right? Mm. And we have to pick it up, right? And we have to pull, we have to sit on top where the roof is going to be and we're going to we'll pull it up, right? Mm. And then we have to walk 
on a four by four, uh, a two by four, which is three and a half inches, right? Something like something like this big, right? Mm -hmm. Something more like this. And you have to walk with it, right? You're carrying it. You have to walk on that, right? And um, so, I, so that I wouldn't fall, I imagined that I had wings and the wings were pulling me up, right? Mm. But I was definitely in flow because I had, I was like, I don't want to fucking die, bro. Yeah, you don't want to fall. <laughs> mm. For sure, man. Yeah, being a successful risk taker is a really important thing. And a lot of us, we, we get, we let fear control that part of us, right? When we're taking a risk, it's often like that amygdala that gets activated you know and so it's really about you know what's really good for the amygdala if you have fear is gratitude like there's been a lot of studies that have shown like you know if you're grateful you don't have that much fear because you you know what you got in a sense mm -hmm. i've also found out like when people have analysis paralysis, it's obviously fear, right? Or how do you get rid of it? How do you get, it's like, you can also say approach anxiety, right? How do you get rid of it? It's the, the number one way to get rid of it. Just take action, any kind of action, just take action, right? Yeah. You just do it. Like, you have to stop the mind chatter, yeah. I found a way to reframe approach anxiety. Like, first of all, like, I, I now think of it as approach preparedness. You know, it's like the anxiety is a part of it. Of course, you're going to get scared. But the moment I say it's anxiety, I get much more trapped. So I just change the wording. And then secondly, I think of it like I'm not approaching her. She's entering my reality. You get what I'm saying? So like, I guess. so like, I'm not, she's, I'm not approaching her. Like, let's say I'm walking past her and like, I'm, I'm observing something mm -hmm. about her rather than approach, which is like, you know, in tribal days, if you were to approach somebody from another tribe, you immediately have like this threat, right? Someone is approaching yeah. me. Yeah. Um, but I, I think I personally think. Um, that, that that's like a good place to start if you're like hella nervous or whatever but once you take once you're like you've, you've already got used to like you know doing that risk it's a risk right you risk emotional emotional uh, risk. yeah artists take emotional risks yeah whereas athletes don't or they can but it's not as physical yeah. uh-huh you're basically like the idea of approach is like more masculine mm. right because it's like i'm yeah. taking the initiative i'm taking the action i'm going in the direction of what it is that i want right mm. and yeah. and like it's it's one of the most alpha things that a man can do because he's saying this is this is what i want and i'm not going to pretend that i don't want it i'm not going to lie to you about what it is that i want right um, and most guys, they usually pick girls from social circle, you know, from girls that met from school, girls friend yeah. groups and stuff like that, work. Um, and that's nice. That's, I mean, that's typically how most girls pick 
the, the, the man that they're with. Yeah. Right. But if you're like, if you can approach a girl, wherever she is, anywhere you are, that's like you're picking from the pool. You know, you're picking. It's your choice. Right. She likes you. Mm-hmm. She, she don't. You know, right. did you do it? Did you do it? Did you go after what it is you wanted? Right. That's that's what's more important. And that's what that's what it means to be tough for me. Um, is understanding that that it's not gonna go your way all the time. Understanding that if you have something to say, something to do, that there's gonna be opposition all the time. I mean, honestly, I have a shit ton of critics. I do have a lot of critics. People messaging me shit, like and commenting and stuff, and it's just like it's like okay. Am I doing something wrong, actually? Right? Then I start to ask myself, am I doing something wrong? No, because most there's more people cheering me on than there are people not cheering me on. There's more people that are that are being affected positively than than though those who, who think they're being affected negatively, they don't they're not even interacting with me. Right? They're just seeing some sort of snapshot off my life, right? And they're like, oh exactly. bad guy. Oh wait, he's speaking his truth. Let's not let him, you know. Oh my gosh, he's a masculine person. He's very polarizing, and he's saying a bunch of things that are so um, not politically correct. Fuck your political correctness. You get that? Straight up. Yeah, it's a dis-ease of society. That's a, a dis-ease. It's a dis-ease. Double T in the morning. <laughs> but yeah man i like i like what you said there um i also think it's a bit of a paradox you know because it's like you want to approach but you don't want to chase right this is what guys got to get when it starts to appear like you're chasing then you start to lose the value right mm-hmm. but when you're attracting when you're being the magnet and when you have girls, because I certain sometimes now nowadays when I'm really working on myself, I notice I have girls hitting me up, you know, and being like, you know, giving giving me more uh, attention and shit. And also like as I'm getting my book and stuff out there, it's like more more of that clout, you know. So it's like people are more uh, approaching of me in a sense. So yeah, it's kind of like it's nice to finally have that like frame shift in a sense or the flipping of the script um because i would always be the one you know who's like i felt like she wasn't in my league but it's not even in the league like we often think that somebody else is not in our league but who invented this league nonsense you know what i mean it's it's basically sexual market value and looks like that's what we mainly judge people on right is like initial standpoint looks and whether they have health indicators that can you know help us generate a child together in a sense, you know, it's primarily it. So yeah, man, I think that as men, we have to be almost like the peacock in a sense where we do our own thing at the best level that we can. And that by itself is going to put all the pheromones out there mm-hmm. in a sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. It'll make people want to step into your reality. Right. And how do you do that? By being solid, right? You got to be solid mm-hmm. in your attempt, in your approach. 
it's not just about going for it, but it's about actually winning, right? We want to win. Yeah. You should want mm-hmm. to win. You should want to be rich. You should want to have financial freedom, right? Mm-hmm. You should want to be strong. You should want to be masculine. You should want to be attractive to women. It's, a, it's like... The more women that are attracted to you, it it's it just shows that you're like a better human being in a way. You're better yeah. at, at being a human, I would say. Yeah. You're winning. Better gene replication <laughs> values too, because like a imagine, like we are the future ancestors, right? Like we are the ancestors of today in a sense. So imagine like if we were like, I always imagine like this idea of if I were to have a daughter or, you know, what would she think of me right now? You know, like I I know I've probably mentioned this before, but it's like, I think of my values as a dad, like, or as a future provider or a all three provider, protector, lover, right? You can't be missing one of those. If you start missing on one of those areas, it starts to kind of skew you away because I know a lot of narcissists like they have awesome lives they have a lot of money right but then they're missing out on the relationship aspect because of that area of empathy or compassion right so it's like you got to have a sense of integration you know you want to have lots of money and still be hella spiritual right you want to have lots of um uh, what I say you want to be jacked but at the same time you want to like you know pet a soft kitty you know what I mean so it's like go all out in all rare areas don't limit yourself to just money or just fast cars or something you know in a way that that's really what it's about it's about being like a beast that yeah. animals are attracted to <laughs> straight up yeah yeah that's true it's like it is we got to learn from nature, yeah. Where where your woman knows that you're unfuckable. Like so like people aren't can't like going to fuck with you. They're not going to like You mean unfuckable, not like unfuckable. Unfuckable would be like I don't want to fuck you. No, yeah, but I mean like like uh like you can't fuck I get what you mean. You can't Yeah, fuck yeah. Fuck yeah I, I know what you mean, yeah. <laughs> But, she, but then when you're when you're around her, you're like you're soft and you're like gentle, right? And you're not like yes. Forceful. I've been thinking about this a lot, man. It's like this idea of you want to be dangerous, but not to her. You know what I mean? You want to be dangerous, like in a sense. That's why women, you know, they they might be attracted to a guy who's in jail or a criminal in a certain sense, right? Because they have all of these traits, but they're not. They haven't stolen from her. Or they haven't, you know, you know, keyed her car. It's like, you know what I mean? They're showing vulnerability to her, whereas he's a dangerous guy to be around, so people stay away from him or whatever. Beyonce, Jay Z. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Now I don't know too much about the relationship. Bro, he used to sell crack on the streets, bro. A <laughs> word, yeah, <laughs> yeah, Jehovah. And and now he got blue ivy. 
what was that whole thing about him? Like, was he cheating on her or something like that? I saw an interview where he was like yeah. opening up about that. Yeah. Beyond. Mm. See, not even fucking Beyonce is is outside of <clears throat> just of men want to fuck, you know. We like mm. it. We want it. It's fun. It's good for us. <laughs> we like it. We want it. It's fun. It's <laughs> like a, it's like like an advert for like men. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, and it's it's be- honestly your relationship is better off. Like as crazy as that sounds, when you're not caged in, right? Um, for one, you 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 think about it less, right? You know, it's like saying it's like putting a uh, a, a little kid in front of like donuts and leaving the room and say don't touch the donut well, bitch fuck you I want a fucking donut <laughs> <laughs> yeah now they want it even more right because it's like they said don't have it mm-hmm. and the mind doesn't, doesn't register don't or not or never so the kid's just thinking about the image have it have it <laughs> but yeah I, I, you know men crave that freedom you know and women crave that love i don't feel that men necessarily do you feel that men necessarily fall in love in a sense or is it more like a like a biological thing that i don't know for me it's it's more like i want to protect you like that's it yeah it's different right yeah that you you know that's it i just want you to be safe i don't know that's just how i feel but dude, I want yeah. to ask you, you fucking drank an egg. Yeah, yeah, a raw egg, yeah. Yeah, a rash, I saw a was doing it, you know, other students were doing it, now you did it, so what's up with that? Yeah, just going, it's like, it's this raw diet that he's doing, he's doing raw meat, raw eggs, so I was just like, yeah, I was like, why not try it out, you know, oh, see, yeah. and like a rocky, like salami and stuff, you know, like raw meat, like, oh. um, that's not cooked in a sense. Yeah. 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 Ham um, or like. Uncured. Uncured meats or something like that, right? I don't know what it's called, but I think that's what it is. I, I'm not too sure what raw meat is. I think that's what he's referring to is raw meat. Okay. Because when I think raw meat, I think like, <laughs> like a big, fat, juicy <laughs> steak filled with blood. Right. And I'm thinking, hell no. No. It's like, I think what it is, it's like, you know how they have a, a meat tray, like a meat platter that's like before meal? I think that's what he's talking about, like salami or like, you know, meat that's not cooked in a sense. Like hams and stuff, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I haven't looked too much into that, and I'm not following the diet so much as I'm doing the beast protocol of the workouts. Um, so, yeah, after doing the boot camp there was like this military workout with demigod in the morning and then you know there was this lots of things happening throughout the day um a very massage type based yoga as well as yogi chris did one but then this guy named green dragon who's also training with joe actually um they call him green dragon then joey lundgreen and then it's like it's starting to form into almost like uh, 
a group like Beast Camp is like almost like you know how in game times they had like Planet Hollywood in a sense. Yeah, dude, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. That's exactly what I was thinking. It's like Yeah, so that's what I feel like this this is turning into is like now what Arash wants people to do is everybody go off and do their own, you know, beast camp somewhere in the world. Like, you know, just go off and do it, like make it happen because it's clearly working for him, his structure. So, you know, that's what led me to also start the Telegram group because I saw it working so well as a platform, like we're getting people, you know, engaged. And yeah, I'm just, I'm, I'm really interested in like, the whole process and the whole, you know, the business model even that he's following because it's really, mm-hmm. it's really practical and it's really easy. It's like he has boot camps every month, right? The end of every month and then around that time and yeah, and then lines in every day, which is quite a commitment, you know, it's like, damn, every day, even when he has a new girl come in or whatever, you know, it's like he's still introducing her and stuff and really the thing that I like is like, he's not scared of showing his life, you know, at, at the boot beast camp, we call it not boot camp. Yeah. He was showing that, you know, anybody can record any segment of this. Like, you know, if I'm taking a shit, if I'm doing this and whatever, you know, like just go all out, like spread it. Like, <laughs> I mean, obviously that's a joke, but you know, it's like, I like that form of openness because it builds trust in a community super fast, you know, and there was this guy called uh, Raul at the end of the Beast campaign. He was sort of like, he's saying his superpower is empathy. And so he just was reading everybody's emotions. Mm-hmm. He was looking at people and being like, yeah, he's a genuine guy. Yeah, this guy seems like he's a future king or something. Like he just kept saying things, you know, and it's cool. Yeah. It's quite cool. Yeah, that's me. <laughs> I'm looking at Zoom yeah. right now and... I'm looking into his future and whoa, very whoa. I was not expecting that. Damn, the future is saying that you're gonna be trans in the future. <laughs> you're gonna transform into a fucking king, bro. You're gonna transition into a king. Transition into a king. Well, I saw this this uh, I saw this post the other day where it was like um, it was like a trans version of like oh man I have to find it yeah keep talking I just I'm just gonna find it it's too funny oh everybody um, I'm gonna tell y'all about the time when I was a little kid <laughs> and like my little brother was stuck in a in a there was a tornado coming. It was like a tornado. It wasn't a real tornado, but it was hella windy that day, you know? But I say tornado just so you get the idea of how windy it was. And um, we're in, outside in the bouncy castle. And the bouncy castle is on, is on pavement. They didn't put it in the grass, right? So the castle, it blew up. It blew up, like, in the air. It blew, it, like, it, it, you know, the wind blew it you know, up. Mm-hmm. And when that happened, like in that split moment right before it jumped up, I grabbed my brother. He was a baby. He was like two two years old, right? And mm-hmm. I, so I grabbed him 
and I, I held him really tight, right? And the bouncy castle did like a freaking uh, 360 in the air, right? It went like, right? But it was open top. It was an open top castle. It was, it was actually one of those that have like like punching okay. bags and like I can't find it right now, but yeah. So basically I yeah. grabbed him, right? The thing flips. Damn. I land on the ground on my feet with my brother in my arms. That's the that's for me, that was the cool <laughs> part. And then the bouncy castle lands on a barbed wire fence. <laughs> <laughs> And it deflated, and we didn't have nothing else to jump on for my birthday party. So it was really upsetting. <laughs> no, but it was cool to, to grab him and to, like, save him and to protect him. And I just – I think that's so important is the ability to protect those around you. And, yeah, like, Bruce Lee, you know, they asked him you, – you've probably heard this before. They're like, well – why do you talk about peace, but why are you training? Why are you fighting? He said, it's better to be a warrior in a garden than a garden inside a war. And that's what, I, how, how, what I'm speaking about when I tell people that they got to be, men got to be more tough and they got to be aggressive. They have to own these, these aspects of themselves. Mm. It doesn't make you a fucking, like, it doesn't make you like a narcissist. It doesn't make you... A fucking a bad person it doesn't make you evil it doesn't make you weak it doesn't mean you're afraid it, it means you're trying to protect something that's important to you right yeah and i think as a man what what you um primarily are is a guardian of the light the guardian of the young energy you know so it's like yeah it's like you want to be that protector that guardian in a sense because like, what does a father do? You know, he protects his children, you know? And so mm -hmm. it's that feeling of safety that you have around him uh, that you know that no shit's about to go down, you know, because I, I'm protected. And that's, that's the quality, I feel like, is that protective quality. Um, and in a sense, also, like, it's got to be in moderation as well, you know? Mm -hmm. Of course, mm -hmm. it's like, got to be calculated, right? You know, you don't go into full-on attack mode, like if someone's like arguing with you or whatever, right? First, you just you try to be the complete opposite, right? And and be so centered, unmovable, right? But then if they continue to escalate, then you just fucking rapidly bounce. Rapidly, you just you fucking pounce like a fucking cheetah. That's it. That's law. That's law. <laughs> this yeah, you know, country. there's this story like in Lion's Den, you know, Nico, that one of the guys there, he, he's like the, his animal is the honey badger anyway, besides that point. But, you know, um, he got into a fight almost in the gym because some guy looked at him. He's like a professional boxer, looked at him in a strange way and sort of like sniggered at him or like smirked at something like that because he thought he was wearing his Trump hat. That's why he did that. And so then he was like, bro, like if you ever do that to me again, he got into an argument and then that guy was with his boys. Right. And this was happening in the gym and everyone like went against him in the gym and almost felt like, and then, you know, he stepped out and he got in trouble with the gym management and stuff. And he was like, this guy's such a, 
pussy. Like, why did you do this to me? Like, you know, and then he sent him a message the next day. Like, if you ever mess with me again, just keep your head down, you know, but don't mess with me. Did he have him on and, floor, bro? Huh? Did he have him on tech? He sent it to his Insta. I think he knew who he was in terms of uh, his name or whatever. So, you know, and, and so I was just thinking about that, like how people, you know, call out what you stand for at times and they, they attack it. Like, you know, if you wear, let's say a Trump hat, for instance, like someone's going to treat you differently because of that. You know, it's like, it's the same as someone wearing a burqa or whatever, you know, it's like you get treated differently because of the image that you're portraying, you know, in a sense. And it just reminds me a lot, like as a man, like you have to stand up for that. Like you're going to wear whatever you're going to wear, bro. You know, like no one should decide that for you, like what you're allowed to wear. Like, I just feel that it's just natural for people to, I was going to say your sister had uh, uh, changed her um, picture to fuck Trump or whatever, her image. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Did that sure. happen after the, like, discussion or something with you or? No, no. It just, it just happened, I don't know, two minutes later. I tried to show her the way and I see the light entering into her mind but the darkness is clearly beating in at once. Man, this uh, after November, I feel like there's a huge shift coming. Whatever the result, there's just some something's about to go down. You know, mm-hmm. bro. Bro, we're watching Lucifer, and like mm-hmm. they're they're like in like in this episode, they this guy was like saying the world is like gonna go to shit, and and you need to get prepared and whatnot. And my sister's like, that's you. Because <laughs> I've been telling people that. I'm like, yo, yeah. November 1st, yo, everyone get your fucking, pack up your, uh, pack up your fucking food, pack up your non-perishables, pack up a bunch of nuts, some fucking. Um, Is that when it's happening, November 1st? I believe that's when it's happening. Oh, my mother said, November 3rd, because that's when the election is. Yeah. Like, some, around that time, it's, it's like going to go crazy, crazy. Um, and some people are not believing me. A lot of people are even fucking denial about it. And they'll be like, oh, we'll see. It's going to be too late to see it at that point. And they're like, bruh, you're going you're gonna to want, you're going to wish you fucking listened to me. I'm telling y'all, like, pack up some fucking stuff. Like, like worldwide, it's just something that's going to happen worldwide, you know? Because it's I feel like, something huge is going to happen. Like, maybe even, like, shutdown of internet, I'm thinking. Something that big. Like, it's gonna it's gonna go in sprouts. It's gonna go like down, yeah. up, down, up, down. That's what's gonna happen. Or no. It's like you know how they had burning books back in the day. I feel like there's gonna be burning of information. So like data centers or like just burning of anything online. Like there'll be like that's why I keep telling people to like save videos that they have and stuff. Like, um, like save all your videos. You know. We don't know what's about to go down, so. But yeah, in any case, you know, we're still a part of history in the making, so we got to step up, you know, we got to be the warriors, the true guerreros, you know? Mm, guerreros. Guerreros, yeah, yeah. There's this guy called uh, Jose in the group, and he, he calls himself a guerrero. He was saying that, in a sense that, you know, we're not these, you know, taco-eating, like, you know, like lazy people that the media portrays us like we're hard working we're full-on you know 
we're warriors, we're guerreros. And he was like really passionate about it, man. And everybody in the group was like, hell yeah, dude. <laughs> like, and you know, there's also another guy in the group who's um, a Native American. Mexican? Yeah, he's talking about Mexican. I don't know. I don't know who's saying the Mexicans are lazy. I have absolutely yeah that's the complete opposite trope right <laughs> yeah, like, who's saying that Brian? this guy well he was saying about his own family how he's like you know i don't he, his family has diabetes and you know he, he doesn't want to be a part of that you know that the she he was using a specific word for the women like a month i forgot the word bro but it was like <laughs> No, I don't know. Montellos or something, something with M anyway, whatever. Um, like women who are, you know, very, like they're supposed to not be like so masculinized or like very um, overly, like non-feminine women. It's non like a word for them. Non-feminine? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like masculine women, like. You're not supposed Mach to be that. Macha. Mache. Mache. Yeah, 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 yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Macho. Some, uh, something along. It wasn't like machismo or macho. It was like another word. But anyway, I forget. But yeah, there's this other guy called Chief something. Uh, they call him Chief some, uh, Chief J, I think. The Native American guy. Yeah, man. And he was huge. And he's he's losing weight by the day, man. It's, it's wild to see his transformation because he had this really like right like voice like this and like now slowly when he talks he's like what's up motherfucker <laughs> like it's wild to see his transformation man like all these people like we have miracle j in the group as well he's also on uh, vk's group he basically got into a car accident uh, not a car accident sorry a car ran him over legit so his arm doesn't work um oh, uh -huh. and the side of his head is also like you know his whole arm and his leg he, he's going through rehab and shit and he's still doing like trying to do push-ups and stuff like in the group and he's showing up you know and healing himself and i'm like looking at it like damn like this is <clears throat> this hella inspiring we also have him on the the flow tribe by the way guys if you want to join that tribe like um shoot me or ivan a message you know and we'll add you to the telegram group and yeah, we'll let you know when there's a future episode, you know, when we're going to shoot it. So if you guys want to ask any questions beforehand or anything like that, you know, you can ask it in that group. Um, but you just got to type in, go to Telegram and type in Flow State Jedis, and then you'll find it. But yeah. Yeah, let's, this is a good time to end. Yeah. Word up. Hobies. Fucking eat your vegetables. I don't want you walking around without eating vegetables, all right? Drink yeah, man. water and um fruits too, fruits. Do your thing. Do your thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Peace out. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Stay legendary. <laughs> I'll see you later, homie. Peace, brother. <laughs>